And we're back, we're back, we're back. Hello, hello, hello. More about Malaysia today. If you find this interesting, good on you. If you are from Malaysia, what up? Uh, if you're tired of uh, me talking about Malaysia, good on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's... Uh, I didn't realize how uh, unique uh, a lot of these things are until I went to the Netherlands. Because I always knew that, yeah, societies differ that much, but what's the big deal, you know? And when you actually go to a different place and live there for years, then you see a, a difference in... It, it doesn't take like a f- month or something, you know. The first six months I was uh, in the... Like when I moved to the Netherlands, uh, officially. Uh, the first six months wasn't so bad because I went back to my brother's wedding. And then I came back uh, to the Netherlands and then COVID hit. And then I didn't go back for two years. I'm going to go back this summer. But... I, yeah, I just didn't think it was that much of a difference until, like, a year out, you know? And you really see everything on a meta level, which then becomes very interesting. Because I think sometimes when you're stuck in your own uh, little bubble, or if you're, like, in the same place for a long time, maybe you don't realize uh, as much. Uh, like the differences and stuff because you see it but like living it is different you know like in the first six months I didn't notice that much of a difference Um, yeah and over time you kind of see all these little things which I didn't even realize because now a lot of the things I do daily here I forget that is not a thing and I didn't do it until recently and I didn't acknowledge that until I didn't realize that until recently I thought was super cool one thing I thought of was like, um, here in Netherlands, right? You have grocery stores which also act as little pit stops. Um, like before you go to a party and stuff, we're always like, hey, let's go to the grocery store, pick up some like alcohol and chips or whatever, and then we can head out to our friend's place. It's not really as much of a thing in Malaysia. And I know a lot of Malaysians are like, yeah, you crazy, you got 99 speed mart and like all these small marts. Yeah, but those are not grocery stores, you know, they are speed marts. Uh, but I think when I com- look at them comparatively, in Netherlands, all of their grocery stores are speed marts plus grocery stores you know like you go into a grocery store and pick up your stuff and uh, like the smallest things whether it be um, alcohol or yeah uh, but the speed marts in Malaysia like the small little stops you can you we always go and pick up like chips and stuff but these are like smart you know so um, they don't have alcohol because we forget that it's Malaysia and you can't buy alcohol in these small little speed marts you can purchase like liquor but it's like behind the checkout counter you know as if uh, uh, at least i can't recall right now that they sell alcohol right out the front because it's not halal like muslims aren't supposed to drink alcohol uh, even though i know a lot of muslims that do um nothing wrong with that it's just really up to you like really 
also don't care that much. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's interesting. And we also have obviously we have like small little like Seven Elevens. We have little like family mart where you can go and pick up like small snacks and stuff. Is in the Netherlands all of these things? Speed Mart, Seven Eleven, uh, uh, Family Mart. It's all in the grocery store. Everything is in one. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I some of you may be like, yeah, that's a weird thing to point out, and I don't really care. I think it's interesting. You know. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a it's a whole different uh, lifestyle. I think that's why a lot of like these billion or millionaires on YouTube who try to be motivational speakers are always like, oh, go travel for six months or one year, and you then you really learn a lot. Yeah, I would take that with a grain of salt because yeah, you will learn, but if you're just visiting, I don't know, museums and taking photos for six months, you don't really see much of a difference versus actually living the life of people in another country. You know, going somewhere to vacation for six months is different than living somewhere for a long period of time. Because you know at any moment you're going to leave. Right now, I don't know where I'm going or if I'm leaving at all. Or, yeah, whatever, you know. I have zero clue. And so I'm fully indulging in the... I don't know if indulging, indulging is the right word. But just like kind of fully embracing the Dutch uh, lifestyle, which is also half of me, because I'm half Dutch, so it's, yeah, it's it's a whole different environment as well, when you integrate, like, mm, people. In an instance, it's very, very common if you're walking past someone, or if, like, you park your bike, and someone is out on the street on your phone or something, I don't know, if you're within some proximity of another human, you will always say hi. I was like, hey, how are you? What's up? But you don't really necessarily have to talk. You just say hi. In Malaysia, it's not as often. It's more often that you just smile at someone out of courtesy, but you don't say hi or do any of that things. Also, there's a high amount of prevalence of creepy people, uh, creepy men in specific in Malaysia. And those who, of you who are triggered by it, um, yeah, okay, your problem, because this is a real thing. Uh, I'm not saying that in Netherlands there are no creepy people creepy people at all. There are. There are some people who... I think everywhere you go, there are bound to be some people who are like stalkerish, weird, catcalling, all of that. But it's definitely much more prevalent in Malaysia than it is in the Netherlands. So, yeah. I've walked to work and have truck drivers follow me for a good amount of time. But I ignore them and stuff. And it doesn't really happen here. Uh, here as in the Netherlands uh, but the lifestyle is completely also different in the sense that if if it's past 10 in the Netherlands you, it, at least in the city center if it's past 10 you almost can't find anything like restaurants close clubs and bars are open to, uh, to some extent um, but like Grocery stores and all of that, uh, restaurants, a lot of it close compared to Malaysia, where almost everywhere is like 24 7. There are like restaurants that open 24 7. Uh, but I, uh, I can't remember, but I think shortly before I left Malaysia, there was a law implemented that things can't open 24 hours, they can only open a maximum of 23 so that they can have that one hour for cleaning, which makes sense. Um, but yeah. 
if you're from like the villages or like smaller cities in the Netherlands, like my aunt's place, everything closes at like eight. You know, like past like some at some days, I think Sundays, like at past six, like everything closes. But give or take, because obviously there are exceptions. Like if you go, if you go to like a clubbing areas or bar areas. Uh, you have like donor places and stuff like this uh kebab places which open till like really late or at least like their delivery services open till like 4 a.m so give or take obviously same thing with malaysia like some villages may not have things also open 24 7 but it's definitely uh very different in the sense of like sunday everything opens at 12 and a lot of places, a lot of public places that's closed. So like pharmacies close, not not publicly, but like government facilities close and stuff like that. In Malaysia's pharmacies still open in Sundays, and a lot of like these, uh, a lot of shops still very much open on Sundays, uh, comparative. So, yeah, they are definitely much more strict about their off time, and they really use it differently as well. So. Yeah, that's that's just something interesting, in a sense. And, of course, the entire construct of the government is different as well, because Malaysia runs under Sharia court in a normal court, right? So there is two, like, systems. Like, basically two government systems versus the Netherlands, or actually a lot of countries who just have one. So how it works is that there's the Sharia court and then there's the normal court, in Malaysia, which is a share court is basically for people who uh, are Islam or, or who are Muslim. Sorry, who are Islam? Oh my goodness, who are Muslim? Uh, they have different identity cards in a sense of like, as far as I know, um, the uh, because I remember, yeah, yeah, this was the thing uh, that the uh, those who are Muslim. Um, or those who choose to identify as Muslims, not everyone has a choice, but those who choose to, or those who are, it's written on their identity card or their IC uh, that they're Muslim. And then if they're caught by the police, uh, whatever laws that they break will follow the Sharia uh, court laws. So, uh, yeah, this is far as I know. I th- I'm not sure if it changed or maybe I mistaken it a little bit but as far as i know that's how it works and then, so if you are not muslim your ic is uh, will not indicate that and you will and the police will treat you as such uh, like will follow the laws of um yeah non yeah the normal court basically so if you're a uh, muslim and your ic says you're muslim there are some laws that apply to you under like what the quran would say you know uh I don't know, maybe that be, whether that be drinking or uh, adultery or all sorts of stuff. But uh, you are uh, allowed to marry multiple people. Like, uh, growing up, I remember hearing from the Ustad, which is like the Muslim version of a priest, I guess. I'm sorry if that offends someone, but that's how we perceive them to be growing up. Um, Yeah, uh, Muslim men are allowed to marry up to four women. Uh, but it's not vice versa. Women don't have that uh, same opportunity, but uh, men do. Um, and I remember hearing uh, from a fellow uh, Muslim uh, 
student or a friend of mine in school that the idea behind that is that you must love all four women equally and that is almost impossible you can't have the same feelings exactly the same for four people so technically it's you can't marry four people because it's hard to have the same feelings for four people the same exact feelings the same amount of love for four people so it's kind of paradoxical in the sense where technically it's not possible but obviously you can't be the judge of that and people can only say for themselves uh, what is true uh, like to themselves so if they say yeah I do love this four women equally then they can do that but I remember hearing this from a Muslim uh, student I don't know if how far uh, how true this is but yeah I remember hearing this and I thought that was interesting you know um, I grew up uh, Malaysia prides itself on their top three races not top three in the sense of like they're the best race but these are the most prevalent races you will find in Malaysia which is the uh, Indian people Chinese people and Malay people and at least in uh, obviously there are others there are Punjabs and like many 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 other races of course but these are the most prevalent ones in Malaysia and as far as I'm concerned uh, you can be you can, if you're Muslim you have to follow Islam but if but you don't have to how do I phrase this like uh, it's it's kind of the law in Malaysia that uh, every Muslim citizen, well, every Malay citizen is Muslim, but not all Muslim citizens are Malay, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, uh, because when you marry a Muslim citizen of Malaysia, you have to convert to uh, Islam. That's just a thing. So there are many like Chinese Indian people who uh, are um, Muslim, but um, yeah, not all of them are. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's no way around it. It doesn't matter if it's a guy or the girl or yeah, because same-sex marriage are not, is not allowed in Malaysia. So it's like looked down upon. And there have been many cases of like lesbians or gay people or whatever all, all of them being caught and then they got stoned or caned and it's just very 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 unfortunate but this is the law in Malaysia right now so yeah so it doesn't matter if you're the man or woman in this uh, situation uh, is if either one of you is Muslim you have to convert to Muslim if you want to get married and I know a lot of people purposely did not get married because of this uh, but it became very unfortunate because when they had kids the one half of the partnership could not legally obtain um uh like what do you got like pa parental rights to the child and it was very unfortunate so they had to get married in the end uh to obtain these parental rights and then had to force convert without like consent because they did not want to convert but this is something they, they had to do and it's very unfortunate but it is the law as of right now you can go outside of malaysia to convert out of uh Islam or Muslimism or whatever, uh, you can go out of country to convert, but it won't be recognized. So if you come back to Malaysia, you are still, as far as Malaysia is concerned, Muslim. And this is, um, and I've had not heard of a single person who have been to an exception of to this rule. So if you know someone, you can let me know. Like you can contact me on my social or something because I think it's super interesting um, cultural wise, but it's also very unfortunate because they're so strict and so stuck on their own ways. Um, 
that yeah it's very unfortunate and of course uh when you convert to and become muslim you have to follow the sharia court and yeah they do have still very traditional styles of uh, punishment which includes caning and stone i think stoning i'm not sure but i know caning is definitely a form of punishment um yeah <laughs> very traditional very painful um it's not fun but yeah it's it's just like a thing and as far as i'm concerned there's like no one's advocating otherwise as of right now other than they are like chinese politicians but apparently under the original uh law for uh to become prime minister you have to be muslim or no 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 no, no, no sorry, sorry sorry to be prime minister of malaysia you have to be malay i believe it's the original one of the original laws uh, created uh, by yeah i guess the forefathers but of <laughs> malaysia i forgot i don't know what they're called but yeah, uh, if I'm wrong, of course, please correct me. But as far as I'm concerned, this is uh, part of the law. So you have to be Malay to be uh, prime minister. But uh, a lot of the progressive candidates in Malaysia are of uh, Chinese descent. Or, of course, there are also uh, Malay and Indian uh, people who are on a progressive side. But um, as far as I'm concerned, maybe I'm just surrounded by them more. A lot of the uh, people who want to push for more changes in this aspect are of like yeah Chinese or Indian you know uh, yeah so that's yeah it's very unfortunate uh, but it's also what's normal and of course it is a conservative uh, country even though mm, a conservative uh, I guess uh, it depends how you look at it because uh, like you can dress however you want and stuff like that as long as it's not you know like booty shorts or something that's extremely you know revealing and i know i've seen like vlogs and stuff of uh youtubers in the u.s who go out basically wearing a bra and if you do that in malaysia you're not gonna get you're just gonna get catcalled a lot and i think people are gonna really look down on you um i do have friends who who dress very similar not very crazy revealing but it's like you they will get catcalled a lot um and it's very uncomfortable and i don't see the purpose of catcalling like what are you hoping to achieve it's a very small slight tangent like what are you hoping to achieve from your catcalling people like you know like what are you trying to do here um but yeah uh yeah conservative in the sense of of course you can't <laughs> like you can't legally have uh you can't register for same-sex marriage and uh being out in malaysia is very dangerous like whether that be lgbt or whichever it's very dangerous uh especially if you're muslim um I don't know. It's just very. They've been like raids, you know. Of like, they are very strict in a sense. Also, like you're not uh, at least in Muslim, uh, like the culture in Malaysia. Uh, there are police in cars. There's been like a full blown documentary about this, where there are police officers in cars, um, going to hotel rooms and raiding them for couples that are potentially not married, like Muslim couples. And if you are caught not married, you'll both be dragged to jail. <laughs> you know <laughs> oh my goodness 
yeah choking on bullcrap that's what's happening <laughs> and yeah there's been like documentaries about this and like some hotels uh or motels or whatever yeah they're full-blown like raid cars who go out and catch people who are not uh married and are doing the dirty <laughs> um and yeah it's it's a thing it's just like crazy you know uh if you go to certain hotels but i do not know exactly which part of kuala lumpur uh, or malaysia as a whole this happens in but it it has happened and i've seen a video and it's crazy uh i don't think it happens as much in kuala lumpur maybe or maybe it does but it's out of the whole of malaysia kuala lumpur is definitely the most progressive uh state uh along with uh penang and Johor because they are so close to like Johor is very close to Singapore which is a very like it's definitely more progressive than Malaysia and Penang is as far as I know they are not crazy also that conservative because a large population of uh, of Penang is uh, Chinese people um, uh, yeah and that's just like the this this the the land in which they live there are more like uh, states there are more um, towards there are more Islamic states you know like there are some states where there are high 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 uh, prevalence of uh, Muslim citizens and then there the laws and stuff uh, or at least the um, views on people are definitely a lot different um, and I'm pretty sure there was also one Ustad like I said earlier it's like the Malaysian like the Muslim version of a priest at least in malaysia that's what we're taught um there are some states where the ustad are actually promoting having separate lines at like kfc or like restaurants and stuff like that i remember reading this article and i thought like holy crap our society is moving backwards is this is the thing they want to promote separate lines for women and children and men so i said women and children one line and men another line in stores that's crazy what direction are you going in? What are you trying to accomplish by doing this? And of course, I can't even begin to start on child marriage laws. Because they're like, we're not going to ban it, but we're not going to support it either. Then why ban it? Like, they, it brings no benefit. Their idea behind child marriage is that you're setting the child up for life. But a lot of cases, I've just read one recently where it's so brutal. I'm not even going to talk about it. I can't. It's, it's, it's so disgusting. The because uh, it technically, if you're a religious person, if you're like a, um, a Muslim or a Catholic or whatever, if you're a religious person, you practice your own practices. Um, that's great, you know. Like you do you, but when you start like ruining people's lives, then it's different. You know, they they're like 40, 50 year old men marrying twelve year olds, and the parents of this twelve year old thinking that they're setting this little kid up for like, most of the actually ninety nine percent of the time, it's a 40, 50 year old man marrying a twelve year old girl or or like younger or older. I don't know around that age. At least the article I read, it, this man was fifty years old, so around fifty, and this girl was twelve years old. And the second they got married. Uh, this little girl unfortunately very very unfortunately passed away that night because of some very very gruesome acts of uh very gruesome sexual acts i'm not going to talk further from there but because of this this little girl died and that's just horrible and they're still not banning it i have no idea why because a lot of these cases are happening because of this you know like a, a lot of these like very like unfortunate things happening to these little kids are uh 
are like they can't even consent they, they're 12 years old they can't even consent and like you're allowing this very much older gentleman or well in this story at least disgusting person <laughs> you're allowing this like really old person to do whatever they want to this kid just because you're married like come on you talk about like like you want to talk about like pedophiles and stuff like this but making their actions legal and like it's just it's just very upsetting and then you're all like yeah lgbt people are like pedophiles like if you allow yeah i've heard the argument before and it just doesn't make any sense like if you allow lgbt lgbt people to be legally uh, together and are in public then when are you gonna like what uh, what's next are we gonna allow pedophiles to be more pre- okay first of all there's a difference between two people who just want to be in love and in their own bubble and not get hit or abused versus like an extremely old person trying to groom a very young child that is such a co- it's completely different universes i'm so surprised people are even using it as a comparison it's insane um but yeah these are just like <laughs> like things that stood out obviously but there are many aspects of malaysia that are incredibly beautiful like they're like a lot of the architecture architecture islands and uh obviously my friends and my uh family are all there and uh the foods in malaysia there's so many aspects of malaysia that are so beautiful but these are just things that i think is interesting for people who have not maybe been out of Europe or America or like have not been to Asia and may not be so familiar with these like small things. I know a grocery store is like a very small thing and then you move your way up to like these laws and stuff. And it's like a whole different like a whole different thing. And I think that's super interesting. Um but yeah. Uh anyways I hope you um enjoyed that. <laughs> uh found some interest in it. If you have opposing views or have something to say about it uh, you, I mean, I have socials that are linked and um, stuff like that, uh, and I have a YouTube as well, so you can check that out if you want or not. It's really up to you. Um, anyways, uh, go out, be kind, be nice, <laughs> uh, and hopefully stay ha- happy. Peace out. <laughs>